This Yellowwood 500 DFS Picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. BX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away 100K. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Vissin. Sign up now and save 40% off with your with their football special. Use promo code SGP. Vissin.com slash subscribe. Promo code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb coming at you with this week's dfs edition of the yellow wood 500 Talladega baby it's a NASCAR gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he's Cody Zeeb I'm Rod Gomez. again Cody it's Dega we've been talking about it all week long cup series episode on Tuesday we had the Xfinity series yesterday today we're talking DFS with the return the triumphant return of the of the wheel Cody this is the DFS wheel is now that I'm calling it and I'm I'm stoked for this one because I liked the way it happened the first time this time, I think we've got it dialed in now. Yeah, absolutely. We uh, <laughs> Luckily, hopefully, we got to the bad one out of the way. We gave it a little test before we started to make sure it would work and, and look good. <laughs> it dropped on the number five, so hopefully that's gotten the five out of the system and we don't have to make a case for Kyle Larson to have a good day. Uh, but hey, if that's where it lands, we'll make a case, or maybe we'll just make the case for him to have a bad day. Who knows? Well, and it's funny. So I guess we didn't really lay down the ground rules, did it? Do we have to make a case for them to have a game or just make the case, right? Whether uh, yeah, we should or should I think, I mean, I think you probably, you could make the case both ways, I suppose. But for someone like Larson, I, really though, still, I mean, there is that, that one, that one top five finish. So, and it, he's, he is a great driver and, and we shit on him a lot when it comes to the super speedways because the track record just isn't there, but that doesn't mean he can't have a good day DFS wise. So I don't want to make the case for him already. We'll I was see about to say, we haven't even landed on the five car yet. And here you are making a case for him. I'm just saying there is a case to be made. And, and that's what, that's what makes it so great with the wheel and, and with Talladega, like everyone is on the board. Some weeks we'll talk about when we go to the low ones, like 
yeah, you really want to avoid BJ McLeod this week. You really want to avoid Ty Dillon. But these are guys you're probably going to want to play some this weekend just because there's a chance they're going to get in there. Uh, again, you know, we, we've got laps led is not really going to be a concern because it's going to change so much. Fastest laps not going to be a concern because it's going to change so much. It's all about place differential and finishing position. Obviously, we don't know the starting lineup as, as we record this, but finishing position is big, big key in there as well. Um, and so, yeah, every single person on the board is available, even Kyle Larson. Uh, and his roster ship will probably be a little lower. You're still going to get the the generic public that, well, he's a really good driver, and why is he a little cheaper this week or whatever it is, they're going to play him right. But the the sharps out there are going to avoid playing him for the most part for good reason. And and that doesn't mean he can't be the one that, that ends up in there. So that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it exciting. Oh, I love some super. I love betting on super speedways. I love super speedway DFS because you can literally, my daughter will be doing lineups again this weekend. I let her do it every time we go to a super speedway. It's her favorite thing. She loves it. It's uh, it, it can be that random for sure. Yeah, and that's funny too. I love it that you let your daughter pick out of a hat because that's become the thing now. Everybody's like, all right, what's the daughter's lineup? What what am I rolling yep. out now? What's the one that's <laughs> going to win this thing for us? So, uh, yeah, it is it is awesome. So, uh, once again, I mean, listen, there's really no news between when we did the cup and, and now. Um, obviously, this is really even a short and Talladega schedule given that there's only trucks and um, cup. There's no, Minar- or there's no ARCA series race either here. It's just... It's literally just trucks and cups, so um, pretty quiet for just about everybody else that that's not involved in this. So uh, a, a lot of just a lot of quiet. Yeah, it is kind of a like chill week as far as there was a there was a ton of news, right? And we talked about a lot of the news on on the Cup Show and on the Truck Show. There's a lot of Truck Series news too. So, uh, but other than that, like it is just these two series. There's no practices. It's just straight into qualifying, straight into the races. There's not a ton else going on, and there's only, I don't know, it's, it's again, it's, I think maybe it's because it is more of a relaxed week when it comes to betting, or relaxed week when it comes to DFS, like, same thing for DFS as we talked about for betting, right? You might want to go a little lighter this week, and actually, honestly, I probably play a lot more, oh, I know I play a lot more lineups in, in different types of contests, because you have a better shot at winning everything this week, just because it is so random, and the computer nerds that are maxing out at 150 and and all that like you actually have a chance to beat those guys because their computer can't predict leaving 10,000 salary on the thing or or whatever the case may be so uh, i do probably play a little more dfs on this week but again gotta expect to lose it all because there isn't an advantage uh, so much as as it's almost just luck and, and hitting the right guys and and not getting the guys that go in the wrecks most of the time well, and again, I mean, when you're factoring in, I don't, I don't know anybody's algorithm that says, you know, it's okay to leave that much on the table because most of those maximizers always try to get you the closest to 50000 right. without going over. And, and in general, that's you, you want to spend all your money, right? But Daytona, Talladega, Atlanta, you know, I've made lineups where I've left $15,000 on the table like it. And and sometimes you look at like the optimal lineup or what ends up being the lineup that hits the big money and they're leaving big money on the table and it's they've got, you know, McLeod, Ty Dillon and Josh Balicki in there or whatever the case is. And and sometimes that's the way to go. Sometimes it ends up being where it is, you know, Denny Hamlin finishes first and Bubba Wallace is second and Ryan Blaney's third and 
And so you did need some of the bigger hitters. And there's not stack the back work sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. You got to get the right combination. You got to get lucky enough to to not get the guys that get swept up in the crashes. That's, again, what makes it so much freaking fun. Well, let's have some fun. We're going to start setting out these DFS lineups and start playing the wheel. But let's tell you first about game time. I hate buying tickets. I cannot stand it. I've never liked being on apps trying to purchase tickets because, one, sometimes I don't even know if I'm going to be able to make the, the concert or the sporting event or whatever it is I'm trying to attend until literally a couple of days before. I'm sorry, but the freelance lifestyle, for as much as it's glamorous, you don't necessarily are able to plan ahead when you're trying to. So I don't like it. But now I don't have to worry about it. I have downloaded the GameTime app and it has changed my life because not only am I not being punished for not being able to decide whether I can go to a concert or an event the day even before, sometimes the day of, but I'm being rewarded for it. GameTime's giving me great deals on last minute ticket offers plus also i'm getting flash deals on it too so every once in a while it'll pop up and say hey i got a special deal for you tomorrow can you make it oh, thanks for asking i will so they definitely are rewarding me for that as well plus if you find a ticket anywhere else for cheaper for the same seat that you're sitting in the, the game time guarantee is going to give you 110 percent of the purchase price of that ticket back unbelievable that they're going to refund you at and even more plus they're going to send you a picture of where you're sitting maybe a picture of you sitting in that seat i don't know how good ai is nowadays but whatever game time is going to do that for you so snag the tickets now without the stress download that game time app create an account use code cfbx for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account redeem code cfbx for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed you tried underdog fantasy yet if not hang tight we got an episode tomorrow full of our favorite underdog fantasy picks because underdog is giving you a way to play alongside your favorite football team as well as drive along with your favorite drivers all season long you can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five from now until october 4th underdog is matching a hundred percent of your first deposit up to five hundred Plus $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy, giving away a total of $2 million in prizes all season long. $100,000 in prizes this week. 10 people are going to wake up tomorrow. Well, maybe not tomorrow, but later on this week. $10,000 richer. There's a new sweepstakes every week of the NFL season. Again, stop by tomorrow. We're going to have a ton of Underdog plays uh, for this Yellowwood 500 race so watch along make your picks maybe make a little cash over on underdogs mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com and when you sign up with the promo code sgpn underdog's going to double your first deposit up to 500 that's underdog fantasy promo code sgpn there once was a song about a spinning wheel and that is what we are busting out one more time for this talladega race Cody, are you excited for what the wheel's about to give us? I am pretty pumped for this, yes. All right. Well, then we are going to bring up the wheel right now. This is the spinning wheel. And I have already omitted the likes of uh, all the numbers that aren't there. To Cody's chagrin, I left the five car in, which is what it actually spun out with the first time. So 
Is there a five truck we could make a case for? I don't think there is. Ah, unfortunately, I don't <laughs> think there is either. But, I mean, we could make a... F- oh, no, there's not even five in the Xfinity series. Um, yeah, lack of fives here. What's the deal? No fives in <laughs> F1 either. Oh, that's oh, bad. Man. Is there a... Who's the five in, in Indy? That's Polo, right? Or Dixon? Uh, no, they're nine and ten. Oh. Uh, who is the five? It's a good question. We'll okay. figure that out. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> uh, but, all right. Well, then, Cody... I suppose the no, only it's question Pato is award. Right? Award. How do we not yeah. know it was award? How did we forget about? I'm uh, glad I remembered that before I had to look it up. Indy's been gone a couple of weeks. That's yeah, why. <laughs> sadly, sadly enough, it has. Uh, all right. So, anyways, here we go. Uh, I, I think I'm ready to spin the wheel. Cody, are you ready to spin? Oh, let me explain this to you guys. If you haven't heard the wheel already, we're going to spin this wheel. Whatever number comes up, we are going to make a case for why they are a good enough play. And you know what, Cody and I talked about this a little bit beforehand. Why can't we make a, a, a case for why they're not going to be good either? So I suppose if they're really exactly. not good, then we'll say no. And if you if you want to see the wheel, go over to YouTube, NASCAR Gambling Podcast. The wheel is actually up on the screen, so we're not just you know picking random numbers behind the scenes here. Which would be you know great radio. <laughs> it's exactly what radio does. Like weird. That's all the guys they they had bets on. It's crazy. <laughs> I, it's crazy. And what's that too? Is like how how did that person win when? We didn't even hear the phone ring. Anyways, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so okay, number one, Cody. Here is the driver you must make a case for. The spinning wheel is spinning, and it is coming up with number. This thing does take a little while, actually, but uh, here it is. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. Oh. oh a, week, <laughs> a week after he fucks me over on taking out Bubba <laughs> Wallace at the end. Chase Brisk, no. All right, Rod. Two words to make the case for Chase Briscoe. Are you ready? Yeah. Shake and bake. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, He's going to yes, be yes, driving yes. the old spike. I don't know if you saw. Um, uh, you know, we're recording this on, on Wednesday evening, but they, uh, they posted, Stuart Haas posted on their uh, Facebook page here. I was trying to find it quickly, and it is if it's <laughs> the caption. If it isn't Mike Honcho himself, it's Chase Briscoe posed on the top of the front of the car in the Old Spice outfit. It's oh my God. it's beautiful. They have, I, I will say, uh, total credit to Stuart Haas for going like all in on this. Like, and these drivers have embraced the roles. They've embraced it. It's great. Um, let's see. I was going to pull up. I should have been doing this while I was talking. Chase Briscoe at Talladega. Um, but Chase Briscoe, actually not a bad super speedway driver, right? He's been uh, no wins to his name yet in the super speedways, but he's been pretty good here at Talladega earlier this spring, finished in fourth place. He started in fourth, finished in fourth. That's a pretty decent day for you. Last year in this race, he finished in 10th. Um, last spring was his one, one time in his five starts. He hasn't finished the race, finished 37th, the other two starts 14th and 11th. So really not a bad driver at all here at Daytona or (laughs) here at Talladega, as I was clicking on his Daytona tab, Daytona is a little rougher three of the last four. He's been 30th or worse. Um, but he does have, you know, in three of the last six, he's, he's well, let's see. Yeah. At three of the last six, he's finished better than 15th. Uh, two of those being a third or fourth place finishes. So he's definitely got the ability um, to to have good, strong finishes on super speedways. So 
Uh, Chase Briscoe, not really a, too bad of a play this week. 6,500, he's nice and cheap for you. Um, they did bring salaries down a little this week for sure, uh, which I think is is the way to do it probably in, in uh, the super speedway format so you can kind of fit whoever you want in. So Brad Keselowski, 10-5 is at the top of the board. But yeah, I think Briscoe actually, uh, as much as I'm upset with him for, for causing Bubble Wallace to not win last week, is not a bad play at all this weekend at Talladega. Indeed. Uh, all right. I love, man. I'm I'm so pumped for that though. That that made me so happy to see that on there. It just, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. And I hope, dude. They they need to get Will Ferrell at the track. That would be great. If they don't, um, yeah, they're really missing out if if you don't get him on, get him there. Maybe jumps on the broadcast. I don't know, but have him on pit road at least. Like, come on. Oh, and definitely uh, Sasha Baron Cohen because you know we yes. got to have the Frenchman on there too. That's right. Uh, all right. The wheel is now spinning for my choice as well. And I get the oh, easy. It's rigged. It's rigged, fans. Yeah, it's rigged. It is. He gets the easy play. I was all, give me the 11. Give me the 11. Give me the 11. It's, it's Denny Hamlin, guys. I mean, there's no way that you can't. Denny Hamlin at Talladega, average finish of 12th, seven races since 2020. This is all since 2020. Average finish of 12th, seven races, one win. Three top fives, four top tens for Denny Hamlin's ten percent. He has led the second most laps since 2020 in the last few years around this track. Only second only to Ryan Blaney in that capacity at Super Speedways since February of 2020. 14th place average finish, 15 races, two wins, six top fives, and seven top tens. Denny Hamlin is just one of those drivers where. If you listen to this show for any any second, you'll know exactly what we're talking about when we talk about Denny Hamlin, especially especially finishing positions lately. This uh, this eleven car has been on a roll, uh, and he has finished. Now, as you know, guys, when the wheel spins, we don't know who, so we have to quickly jump to our research. But last three finishes for Denny Hamlin: Kansas second, Bristol first, Fort Worth, Texas fifth. Right, a second at Watkins Glen, third at Michigan, second at Richmond, first at Pocono. I mean, look, it just goes without saying that he is fantastic. He started on the pole here in the spring. Obviously didn't have a good finish. He finished 17th. But Denny Hamlin, fast all the time, fast on super speedways. Um, there's really not much more vacation you need to make for a guy like Denny Hamlin. The numbers all speak for themselves, and I think I got thrown a softball. This would have been a high-priced driver anyways, in this because uh, Denny Hamlin, obviously, at the top of the charts, not the very top of the charts, but damn near there, $9,800 for him. He's the sixth most uh, costly driver. Which, for, which is, I mean, I he's was been say, over 11000 four weeks in a row. Yeah. So. Again, yeah, they it's do have discount. a down. But, Rod, 35 starts. He has a Talladega. Three times in 35 starts has he not finished the race because he got in an accident. Uh, there was two instances as well where he had engine troubles and, and didn't finish the race. But so five out of 35 times, he's not been running at the end. That's that's incredible. a pretty damn good percentage of Denny Hamlin is running at the end. It'll be interesting to see the games he plays, right? When is he going to? You saw it just most recently at Daytona, right? Getting near the end of the second stage. He said, fuck this. I'm out of here. He pulls out and the entire field crashes going for the win for stage two he is it, potentially the best 
super speedway driver we've got in the field right now. If not, he is definitely on the Mount Rushmore of current uh, super speedway drivers for sure. So uh, Denny Hamlin, always a great play at super speedways. I was going to say the most cerebral, if that too, he definitely is playing chess while most people are playing checkers. It's, yeah. it's and really... just his, yeah, his ability to feel it and, and feel the energy and know what's going on and, and know when it's time to get out. And in general, most of the time, avoid the big ones. Um, it's yeah, his his ability is is definitely elite. Yeah, and it goes it goes against a race car driver's instinct to to lay back when you know you know it's like if you're not first, you're last. But sometimes you have to be last to last to be first. So, ooh, yep. ooh. that was a great. I don't know if I could repeat that, but that was good. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. I'm going to, I'm going to stop right there because I think that's the most intelligent thing I'm ever going to say in my life. So, (laughs) all right, uh, sit. end of the show. Have a good one. That is it. End of the show. (laughs) Holy junk. Um, all right. I'll tell you what, that's a good place to go ahead and, uh, get into telling you about Vison. We're brought to you by Vison. Sign up now, save 40% off football season special. When you use promo code SGP, Vison.com slash subscribe promo code SGP. Sean and Ryan, they don't do anything small time. Now, they got a contest going right now. They're head-to-head with other shows on the Vison Network to see who sells the most subscriptions. The winning show, they're going to get $1,000 Super Bowl future to do whatever they want to do with it. And the generous bosses atop the SGPN, they're going to cut you in on the prize if they win. How do you get in on this? Step one, go to Vison.com. That's V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe. Use promo code SGP to sign up. Step two. This isn't a new Kids on the Block song. This is the, how you get it done. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Sla- is it Backstreet Boys? Whatever. I don't care. Slash Vison to submit your proof of purchase. If they win, you'll get to vote on what team the $1,000 Super Bowl future gets used on. And if it hits, you're going to get an equal piece of the action when it hits. So go to VSIN.com slash subscribe. Use promo code SGP. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash VSIN to submit. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame. Bets the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Historical, not hysterical. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame. Bets, revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entirety of the play. Sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the dark join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com use code sgpn to get 50 percent off of your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets all right back to the wheel we go let's see uh, I was going to remove the choice of um, of uh, Denny Hamlin, but I won't do that to everybody. <laughs> Actually, I, sh- I should remove it because it yeah, that remove. way it doesn't. We look. don't need it. We don't need it to come back. We up. don't need it to come back again. All right, uh, Cody, your next spin begins now. I should have gotten the or or the Wheel of Fortune one. Oh, not the Wheel of Fortune one. Oh yes, here we go. It's rigged. It's rigged, everybody. Cody gets the if nine car. you didn't think it was rigged before, oh, think it's rigged now. God. Chase Elliott, also one of the best super speedway drivers in the field. Rod, he won this race last year. 
I rest my case. But no, he has been very good here. <laughs> Talladega um, is, you know, down down in Alabama, obviously, but it's not that far from where he's at, from and where he lives at there in Georgia. Um, he was 12th place here in the spring, first place last fall, seventh place last spring. So that's the last three races in a row he's been in the top 12. Um, he has finished the last six in a row here, and he has finished a nah, 10 of the last 11 here in his 15 starts. He's only not been running at the end of three races. That is a pretty solid track record. Um, he's already, He's got two wins here last fall, and then he also won here in 2019. He's got one, two, three, four, five top five finishes. Um, and really, there's only, yeah, those three accident races are the only time he's finished outside of the top 24 every other every race he's finished uh every race he's finished he's been inside the top 24 and all but one of them it's been inside the top 16 so he's he's been very very good here um really good at super speedways we, we've seen it at atlanta which has been converted to a super speedway right so we we've had uh he's he has participated in three races at the new atlanta configuration because he missed the one earlier this spring um, but a sixth place, a first place, and a 13th place in those starts. So he's been very good there. Daytona, he's also been pretty good at Daytona. Fourth place here in the fall. Um, he was 38th in the in the 500 this year. Got caught up in a wreck early. Um, but he did finish second there in 2021. He had a second there in August of, of 2020. Um, he's been, he won, oh, that was a class, or a dual race. Uh, so he doesn't, doesn't have any actual wins at Daytona, but he has been very good there as well. Chase Elliott, another guy that's just really good. I, I was very close to actually taking Chase Elliott instead of Keselowski as as my outright pick this week. Keselowski's kind of popular. He's chalky. He's the top of the board, but I, I love Keselowski so much. And again, I, it's like a 92 race winsless streak now. I think he's, he's going to snap, I think. But, uh, but Chase Elliott is very, very good. And when he gets up front, He's very good at the the Pied Piper role where he can he can settle in in the front and, and really just hold the field behind him, play the lines perfectly, stay out front. Um, so yeah, Chase Elliott is, is a great play this weekend. Oh man, it is and rigged. He is, uh, ninety three hundred too, by the way. I was gonna say it, it's still rigged though. I don't care. I don't care what you say. This <laughs> this was rigged. You give you give you're Cody. the one in control. I'm I'm over here. All right. Well, we're removing that so I don't get it anymore. Uh, my next spin is up. Give and him the five. Give him the five. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, just to, just, just, yeah. Chase Elliott, always a good call, especially in DFS. No. The 20. Oh, my God. This is not. Here's, here's the guy Rod likes to bet on. Uh, I do, but I don't for this. It's, it's so <laughs> tough. But I mean, look, for Joey Logano, when you, when you look at Joey Logano on this track in particular, he does have three wins, right? I mean, that is one of the first things that kind of jumps off the page at you. Granted, the last one of which was 2018. Some people weren't even born at that point. Uh, I'm just kidding. It hasn't won that long ago. But Some people weren't born the last time they were here either. Rob. This is true. Jeez. But the problem is this, right? I mean, when you look at the last six races for him, five of them have been outside of the top 26 alone. There was a lone third place finish in 2021. Outside of that, in 2020, 26th. In 2021, 39th. In 2022, 32nd, and then followed up with the 27th and a 30th. I mean, and the problem too is this: 
is that he started up front. He started eighth in 2020, second in 2021, eighth in 2021 when he finished third. That's a good one. 13th, 11th, 8th. These are all terrible DFS days for Joey Logano. I, this is almost one where I would tell you the only reason I would play this is in a GPP where if he does hit, I guarantee you nobody else is going to be on Joey Logano at that point. You would be very, very hard-pressed to find too many Joey Logano guys because after a fifth place in Kansas a couple of weeks ago, 34th at Bristol, 21st at Fort Worth in Texas, I will say this for Joey Logano. The possibility for him to have a good super speedway finish is there. Proof of that is earlier this season in Daytona. Proof of this is that he won in Atlanta, which, again, if we hammer it home once, we hammer it home a million times. We know Atlanta is not a true super speedway, but pack racing is pack racing no matter if it's a mile and a half or three and a half miles or anywhere in between, right? Uh, Ooh, a three and a half mile super speedway. Could you imagine? Like oh, my God. <laughs> well, we can build it. There's plenty of land somewhere in, in a Midwestern <laughs> state that's not being used. So uh, Nebraska super speed. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, but no, he did. He started on the pole and finished first in Atlanta. So obviously there was a good day for him there. Um, and then look back at the second time that we went to Daytona, he finished fifth place after a 14th place start. So the potential is there. The finishes have not been there, which makes it very difficult for somebody to want to do this. So if you wanted to use Joy Logano in a certain situation, I would only throw him out in a GPP play. Do not put him in a cash lineup if you want to win. Just toss him in some GPP lineups. If he hits, if he gets you a second-place finish like he did in Daytona, and if he starts somewhere in the middle of the pack, you'll be laughing all the way to the bank because nobody else is going to be using Joy Logano. Yeah, I think that's that's a good distinction. Good GPP play, not a good cash game play. Um, and again, it depends. If he... If he you know, they miss qualifying or, or he doesn't get a run a lap or he throws down a stinker and he starts 35th. And yeah, you're almost forced into playing him in a lot of places, obviously as, as the circumstances dictate the, the one thing I will say to Joey Logano's case, you look at the best drafting teams out there and, and RFK probably takes that, that banner at this point in time, right? Keselowski and Busher saw the way they worked at Daytona. We've seen it from them lately. Like it's been good, but, a very close second place is the Penske house. And how many times, I mean, when Kozlowski was there and since Kozlowski has been gone, how many times have we seen it? And it's three very good plate guys. Joey Logano's good. Ryan Blaney's one of the best in the business. And Austin Sindrick is a Daytona 500 winner, so he can get it done as well. Uh, they're very good at, at linking up late, getting together. You've got Harrison Burton in that fold as well, if he's not wrecked out, which he probably is by that point. But uh, he, he could be there as well. Um, and Brad will work with with those guys. I mean, they work together for a long time. If it gets in that scenario, um, and a busher is not around, or 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 however it falls out, so he will have plenty of of uh, drafting partners. Ford is good for that specifically. The Fords do extremely well on the super speedways, so do like that angle of it. Um, like you said, probably more of a GPP play. He's ten thousand one hundred is where he checks in uh, for his price. Ooh, that much I totally for I, in my in my complete and total. Yeah, ten thousand. Yeah, definitely a GPP play because. So yeah, I mean he's no one the wants to spend that on him. third highest driver. Why? Yeah, I mean, and it's well, talk about Ford. Holy shit! It's Keselowski, Blaney, Logano. So Blaney, Logano teammates there. Then it's Busher. Then you get Byron Wallace. Larson is nine. Larson's nine thousand, which actually is them sort of learning because 
What was he at at Daytona? Uh, he was 9,200, so he's gone down from Daytona where he scored you negative 3.7 points. But <laughs> Look, um, here, here, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I, I I'm trying to wrap my head around this entire situation. Joey did. Joey, 50.7 points at Daytona, start of 14th, finish 5th. I get that, One but here's the thing. Lap, he's not nine. even inside the top 20 as far as fantasy points per race this year. Like, he's 20th. Like, okay, yeah, he's inside the top 20. This he's 20th. year and, and super speedways is different. Uh, I, I don't know. That's I know. It's a gross play, but hey, maybe it's the maybe it's the right play. It could be. I don't know. All I'm saying, like I said, my case was made. GPP, whatever. Just uh, roll with it, I suppose. Plug your <laughs> nose, put it in one or two, and maybe that's the one that cashes. Who knows? Uh, all right, Cody's next spin takes him to the fantasy world of oh oh i really wanted it to go a little farther wow. i wanted the 78 i wanted the case for bj mcleod well, you gotta this make the, the case harder... for daniel suarez now yeah this is the harder case to make i'd rather make the case for uh for bj mcleod to be honest with you daniel suarez find nice things to say about him cody uh... <laughs> 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 I'm not, you know, I, I like Daniel Suarez. I'm trying to think of the number of times that I've said something nice about him on this podcast. I would probably take the other wherever you want to set it at. Um, but okay, he's he's been okay here, right? He's uh ninth place in the spring, eighth place last fall. So the last two last two races here, been inside the the top ten for you. Um, that is that is a positive. Before that, a run of very not good things. Uh <laughs> 23rd or worse in one, two, three, four, five, six in a row before that. Um, prior to that, though, I mean, his first five starts here, he was 19th or better. Um, those were those were in Joe Gibbs and Stuart Haas cars. Uh, I don't know. His teammates really good here. Um, Chastain, or, or he's been good here, right? He's won before. So that's a positive as far as if they're working together. Again, teammates, teammate relationships, uh, play out better at super speedways than anywhere else uh you go back to daytona not bad there uh he was 20th in the fall but he was seventh in the daytona 500 uh 24th last fall 19th he's got man uh i think i'll go with your case of uh not a cash game play but good for gpp because he's just probably not going to be very popular let's see go back to coke uh sugar 400 27.5 27.5 points is what he got you at Daytona there. Started 22nd, finished 20th. Just nothing nothing super impressive. Ah, man, I, it's it's a tough one to make a good case for just because it's not very sexy, which probably is what makes it a good GPP play because he survives the wrecks, ends up with a top five at the end of the day. Probably not going to be a super popular play. He'll probably start mid-pack. He's not, not usually a super great qualifier, but he's not bad, right? I mean, a lot of his starts are kind of in that 15 to 20 range for the most part uh looking back at daytona started 22nd so that that offers you some place differential if he qualifies in that area again so uh so it's not the easiest case to make i was hoping i would go one spot further for bj mcleod so i could rattle off a bunch of fun statistics but uh daniel suarez 8100 good gpp play yeah again i would not roll him out for a cash play a gpp play yeah (laughs) Yeah, not good, just a GBB play. Uh, All right, my wheel is now spinning for me, and I will make a case for the 
38 car. Who is in the 38 car, you ask yourself? That is Todd Gilliland, none other than Todd Gilliland on this track. <clears throat> One of those guys that uh, is probably going to start toward the rear of this, but has two top 10 finishes in his last two starts on this track. Fantastic GPP uh, play in that respect. In the uh, 2022 season, started 32nd, finished 27th, crashed out of that one and still managed to get you some positive uh, points in the uh, in the overall scheme of things for that. And then in 2022, started 34th, finished 7th, and Cody, he led a lap in that one. This is all in the 30 or 238 cars. Last year in the 36 car, started 28th, or I'm sorry, this spring rather, in the uh, 36 car, started 28th, finished in 10th. That was good enough, Cody, for a day of 54 fantasy points for you in that race. $5,200 he was that day. He's in the 38 car, he's $5,800, but I will say over the last couple of weeks, Bristol, he got you 44 points. 25 in Kansas, uh, 20 uh, in uh, the couple of weeks before that. He's gotten you 46 at Watkins Glen, um, 49th at the uh, High Point 400 where he got you 36 or started 36, finished 15th. So again, he's a guy that can actually get you points, fantasy points uh, when you need them. So unbelievable that he's there. Like I said, 54 points at, uh, at Talladega last time. Um, let's see the Coke zero shot. I'm looking for his, yeah, he, got, he had 13.8 there. Yeah. Four, laid down four fastest laps. I think the, the best part of the, of the case for Gilliland is he's likely not going to start good. You look at Daytona, started 32nd and and even though, or he started 35th, he finished 32nd. So he didn't gain you much, but also he didn't lose you much. And that's very important when it comes to this, because if we end up with 25 cars wrecked out of this race, probably not very many if any lineups are going to have everyone that finished the race right so if you can have the guy that sure he got wrecked out at one point but he still managed to get you 13 points and not negative 30 points because he started so good that that's a positive for you that's something that it won't help you a ton but it's not going to hurt you very much as well so uh, if he's not starting well he's got the potential for that very low very low floor which is a, a good thing and then not going you know, if somebody starts on the pole, they get caught up in a wreck early. They're getting you negative 30 points or whatever it is. And that's that not only hurts you because they didn't score for you, but it hurts you because they did the opposite and, and negatively scored. Right. And so uh, that is a, a very positive for Gillen. And he's got the upside of being able to get some good solid finishes. Yep. Again, his average starting position this season, 26.3. Uh, and his average finish twenty two point one. So he's and he's, he's got uh, in the truck series two top three finishes in four starts. So he, he's a, had a pretty good history here. Obviously, he's only made a couple of starts in the Cup Series here, but uh, has been good here in the Truck Series in the past. That is true. Uh, all right, that's three drivers apiece. Do you want to do a bonus one apiece? You, you oh, feel on the wheel? Absolutely, I do. That's, uh, that lineup, by the way, left us four hundred dollars. So wow, the wheel. The wheel is dialed in. It's spending almost all of its money. Uh, we thought that it wasn't uh, one of these, uh, you know, DFS machines, but maybe it is. Hey, maybe from now on, this is what we use to build them. So, um, okay, great. So let's just, uh, let's pick up. But wait, was that, that was me. Yeah. So let's just pick one yep. bonus one. Let's okay, do this. Here do we go. It. We don't have to make a big long case for it as this wheel spins again, but it's fun Depends to who it is. throw one more driver in there. 
Uh, and we go to the oh, Ryan the twelve, Ryan Blaney. That's you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean Ryan Blaney. He's we talked about him already, right? He's one of the best super speedway drivers. Um, he's been good here before. Again, trying to quickly pull up his stats on the fly here. Um, I believe he does have a win here. He's got two wins here, actually. One back-to-back races, October 2019, June of 2020. Uh, Brad, the last two times we've been here, second place in both races. That's pretty good for you. One race he started fifth. One race he started 19th. So uh, something curious, too, and, and that I've been trying out the last couple of times, and it's it's risky because if somebody starts fifth, they're just not going to get a ton of play because it is so risky because there is that chance to to score you negative 30 points. And you probably don't want to pick a bunch of guys that start up near the front. But if you squeeze one or two of those guys in there and they don't wreck and they finish, he starts fifth and finishes second. That can still deliver you a pretty solid day. I mean, when we were here in the spring and he did that, he led 47 laps. So he's racking up some points there. He's going to get you some fastest laps across that as well. Um, but Ryan Blaney is a great play. If you go back through through his history here, so over the last 11 races, he has only not finished one of them where he got caught up in a wreck. And even that one where he got caught up in a wreck, still finished 25th, which isn't the worst thing if, if you're going to get caught in a wreck, right? But second in the in the spring, second last fall, an 11th place, a 15th and 9th, the 25th where he DNF'd, but then two wins in a row, a 15th before that, Got some other strong finishes, an 11th, a 9th, a 4th place in his second trip to, to here in the number 21 for the Wood Brothers. Um, he's been very good at Daytona as well. We were talking about his teammate earlier, right? And Penske being a strong, a team that is very, very strong, working together. They're very good at working together. The Fords are very good at working together. You go back to Daytona, right? Uh, he was 8th, 36th. He finished dead last in the... Uh, in the fall, well, actually, I think there was more than 36 cars, but he, he didn't finish well, obviously, in the fall race here a couple weeks ago, but eighth place in the 500. Um, last fall, he was 15th in that car that was just absolutely destroyed, if you remember. That's how he, he pointed his way into the playoffs at that point. Uh, he was fourth in the 500 last year, won this race in August of 21 uh, at Daytona. So he's got, and yeah, he's he's got a pretty good track record at Daytona as well. Uh, again, I would probably put Blaney on that Mount Rushmore of some of the best, one of the best super speedway drivers in the field. So kind of an easy case to make for Mr. Blaney, uh, but an important one. And like I said before, he's the second highest price driver on the slate. So it's it's Keselowski, then it's Blaney at 10200 Indeed. Well, he is one of my daughter's favorite drivers. I And uh, my picture with Ryan Blaney is on her phone as one of the uh, nice. uh, wallpapers. She loves that. My, that my, one uh, and Bubba Wallace, too. She's got that one on, on her lock screen. Nice. So. My daughter is uh, she's really into the long socks, loves the long socks. It's a big thing. So when I've gone to these events lately, like I got her a pair of IndyCar. They had just had generic IndyCar socks. I got her those, wears them all the time. But the one NASCAR driver I got her when I was at Kansas earlier this season was Ryan Blaney. I was big into Blaney's corner at the time. His his hauler had some socks. So I grabbed her the socks. I use them all the time. So she's a big Ryan Blaney fan as oh, well. Then our daughters get along for sure. There you go. I love it. <laughs> uh, all right. Wheel spinning for my bonus driver pick. And it is. Oh, oh his final. Very his... last ever super speedway race uh, for Kevin four. Harvick. Kevin Harvick forever. What can you say about Kevin Harvick that hasn't been said a million and a half times? 45 times this guy 
has taken this track. This will be his 46th and final race at Talladega. The last two have not been kind to him, 29th and 21st, but before that, a fourth-place finish in 2021, an eighth-place finish in the fall in this very race in 2021. He's had 19 top 10 finishes, eight top fives, one win on this track all the way back in 2010. But we have harped pretty much the entirety of this show. This DFS, as long as this DFS episode has been in existence, we have said to you time and time again that Kevin Harvick was the ultimate cheat code when it came to DFS plays. He has not necessarily been that lately, but last week he actually did get you 56 points in Texas, started 22nd, finished 6th. So actually a back to normal in his, in his DFS days. Um, but again, he's capable of doing that. He's gotten you 34.9 fantasy points per race, even in a season that has not necessarily been the kindest to the guy that is now leaving. Um, since 2020, since February of 2020, seven races on this track, one top five, 10 top four, or four top tens rather, He's led 3.4% of the laps around this track as well. And, you know, for Kevin Harvick, 14 races on super speedways, or I'm sorry, 15 races on super speedways since February of 2020. His average finish, 14.5, seven top tens, three top fives. He's led 3.1% of the laps around these super speedways as well. Uh, go back to um, what he did at, uh, oh, this is not recent, but... Again, it's just for Kevin Harvick, my heart bleeds for him because this is his last Talladega. You would want nothing more than to go out okay in your last one. I don't think he's going to win this race. I don't think we even made a case for him to win this race or really even a top 10 finish, but maybe this is the one he gets, right? It is. Everybody's been, oh, it's going to be this race. Oh, it's going to be that race. Maybe it's this one. Maybe it is. I will say 18 of his last 20 races here, he has finished the race running at the end. So that in itself is pretty impressive. Uh, you know, I think he's already halfway into that uh, into that uh, TV booth, but maybe that has him running behind the pack. Maybe that's got him kind of staying out of the way, allows the riffraff to clear out of his way. It gives him a chance at the end. He's won here before. He's won the Daytona 500. We know he's, he's good at play tracks and he can do it. He's got some pretty good results again. Like you said, the last two races weren't that as kind to him, a 21st and 29th, but three top 10s in a row before that, including a fourth place finish. He's led laps in, what, five of the last seven? A couple of them were only a couple laps, but he's, he's scoring you some laps led as well, right? So, uh, yeah, it's in again, Ford. He's in a Ford. We talked about that. We talked about his teammate, Chase Briscoe, earlier. Guys that can work together well. Uh, so yeah, I think Kevin Harvick's a pretty decent play, uh, fairly cheap as well. He is 7,300. So, uh, definitely not very pricey at all. Not pricey indeed. And for $7,300, when we've been talking about Kevin Harvick, that's, that is way to 83 last week, 95, the two weeks before 98, right? He's been very pricey, even 10,000, uh, in some cases as well. So, well, that's kind of when he got away from being the free square was when they started pricing him back up. So. Yeah, it's, it's, again, another good guy that's, again, kind of sneaky under the radar. Yeah, yeah I'm going to guess he'll start 10th to 15th, somewhere in there. It's not going to be anything special, uh, but has that opportunity to turn around again in a GPP and uh, deliver you a decent result with, uh, yeah, with maybe not as much roster percentage. Indeed. Um, all right. I love, 
I love the wheel, Cody. That was that was one of, a lot of fun. That was one of the best ideas I think we've had. I almost time. feel like we should just do the wheel every week to make it random. To Didn't make... I say that? I, that did in my head too. I was like, we it's, should probably just uh, do this every week. I mean, hey, let's try it next week. We got. I mean, next week's gonna be a super speedway, you know, like the Roval. Oh man, Rod. Next week we're gonna have to treat it like a super speedway, anyways. So bring back say, the wheel. I say we bring back the wheel next week too. Let us know too in Discord if you want us to bring yes. back the wheel. We would love to hear that, or on Twitter or wherever else as we start to to wind this episode down. Twitter, we'll tell you. what's what's Twitter? Jeez, I still I still type twitter.com. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what Elon says. The time I stop, I type in I type in X and it pops up twitter.com. So oh, that's true too. Um, well, I accidentally typed X and the key stuck. And so it gave me a couple more X's and I don't know what was happening on my computer. I think China is controlling my setup now. So, uh, it's weird. How many times you typed X in there? Yeah. I was like, what the heck's going on Russia? Why are you trying to hack me? Um, anyways, we are going to turn you loose because we, you got DFS lineups to build and uh, we don't want to keep you from that. So, Cody, as we wind things down in this episode, remind everybody where they can find you on 1x.com. Yeah, don't don't use multiple Xs. You won't find me there, hopefully, anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the dark web. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. So, uh, follow me on X, just 1x, uh, at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. And uh, underdog tomorrow. Taking a different approach to the underdog picks this week for myself. I've not seen your picks yet, but uh, I'm pretty excited this week. I got got a little strategy that I want to try. We're, we're taking down some underdog contests this week, so uh, join us. I'm ready for that. Me too. I, I, I kind of took one where I was like, I'm just, I kind of played it like I played the, the, te- the truck. I'm just playing it safe. I don't think so. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyways, follow me. I'm on X as well. At RJ Villagomez, link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review. Check out the uh, back road. I'm with Seth and Elliot talking Dega as well. Lots of stuff to get to still. Underdog tomorrow. We'll see you then. Till then, let's go racing and let it ride.